Okay, boys, we are back. Oh, we're back. We're back in the in the remote uh, inter- internet studio, the 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 studio that's just out there on the internet on the waves, just out that we're floating. We're floating in space right yeah. now. And floating through space and time. <laughs> we had an, another great <laughs> day of college football. Yeah. <laughs> We had another great uh, Saturday, a great uh, weekend of college you football. You know why it was great for you? Because um, you took a lead on the bed board. You, my friend, are up seven, one on the bed six, board. one, Will. Yep. Now, I, hear, I have a turn, confession. As they would say in the horse race, here comes Will and then Tyler and then Will. Now coming around the turn, Will takes the lead. So that's where we are right now in the horse race. I have a confession yes. regarding the, uh, the bet board. Mm. Um, now this wasn't done with malicious intent. I want to just, f- I want to start it off with this. This was not a malicious intent. It was not intended to harm, but we're watching the game and I don't know if you had already gone to bed or something. It was, was late. It's been a long day. And it was my birthday. I, dr- I yeah, drank of course. too okay. much. That, it was not, okay. I, I no, was that makes sense. It was your birthday. You went to this, you went to the CU USC game. So it all makes sense, but and we're watching buffs, the, yeah, we'll uh, talk, we'll talk buffs in a sec. Yeah. We're <laughs> we're watching the Notre Dame uh, Duke game, which was the final bet board. We had you, we had both gone one and well, one and one with the previous bet board games for this weekend. So this was the one that was going to give us the lead. It, and at one point, you were texting. We were live, and you know, of course, Notre Dame comes out to an early lead. They started to play like shit the whole second half, right? And late in the game, um, late in the game, I had. Uh, I had I I had decided it was over. I was like, "Hey, listen, Notre Dame is losing this game. I'm going to lose this bet board. They're for sure not going to cover." And so I was sad. And and the truth is that I really thought it was over. But I decided here's my one last ditch hope to win the bet board. I'm going to text Walgie and Smitty and say it's over. <laughs> <laughs> the, the Blue Devils have done it. I I pulled a jinx out of my pocket. Jinx. And literally right after I sent that text. Notre Dame drives like 90 <laughs> yards down the field and gets a touchdown, and then they go for two, two to go up seven yeah. to cover, yeah. and they get it. And immediately, I was assuming that you were awake and you were fuming on the couch, so I just said nothing. But I immediately was like, oh, boy, I bet Walt is so fucking pissed that I sent that text You know message. what I found out this morning uh, when I uh, went to <laughs> make some of my bets, and I go, wait a minute. I should have more money in this account. And so I start doing oh, all the no. math. And so I did the math by hand first. I'm like, what's wrong here? And in my mind, I thought that Duke had covered because I just went to bed. I fell asleep. And, and then I go back yep. and look, and I'm like, 24. What the fuck happened? Score with no time left? Two-point conversion? Yeah. What? They would have covered the yeah. five and a half if they didn't get the two-point conversion? What? Did I? Thank God I was asleep because I wouldn't have been able to go to sleep. <laughs> I would not have been able to go to yeah. sleep if that happened. Thank goodness I was already yep, in bed. I, Tucked away like a little. I knew my toddler. only hope was. <laughs> my only hope was the jinx, and it worked. Although at that point, I did feel like it was over. And by the way, I don't really know that Notre Dame deserved that cover. Like they, they played really well to start the game, and very well in the last two minutes of the game. Yeah. But the rest of the game, they really didn't play that well. And uh, and I'm just not sure how super tough they are. But ultimately, whatever, we'll take the bet board victory. It was a big uh, win for Notre Dame to stay alive. Um, well, but heartbreaking well, for Duke, and, here's and the by the way... Here's the thing. Let me say this, too. You don't think this way, so let me say it for you, because you have a futures bet with me on Notre Dame and on Florida State, and every week that passes, that increases for you. And I know you're not thinking about that, because at the end of the year, you just want to cash it or not cash it, but 
These oh, games are so it, crucial. The game against <laughs> the game last week, the game this week. God damn it, you're escaping with these over-unders, and it's just like every yeah. win. So you know what I'm going to need? I'm going to yeah. need my boy Dabo to step up because that's the loss coming for Florida State later on this year. It's got to be. I mean, wait, but they already played. Florida State. Oh, I, I didn't mean Florida and, State. I uh, meant uh, uh, Notre Dame. Notre Dame. They go oh, to okay. Clemson yeah, later this year, and they're going to get their ass Could be, kicked. although I think nine is still the number, right? Oh, so yeah. um, I have a push in there. Um, but, <laughs> but yeah, look, it, I think, it, by the way, super heartbreaking for Duke at the very end because on, on, like, the last play where Duke finally got the ball back Here, with, like, yeah, we, really no time, a Hail Mary opportunity, Riley Leonard uh, gets rolled up on his, a really bad ankle sprain. You know, it's not as bad as what it seemed. And initially it seemed like, oh, my gosh, this could be season-ending. And then luckily, um, you know, it sounds like it's just a, a pretty bad high ankle sprain, but he'll be out for a while. So that one is, is tough for Duke okay. because that guy is kind of like the heartbeat for their, for their offense. Okay, my handicap with that was correct. I should have won it and I lost it. Should we go to a game that I did lose and my handicap was not correct? Utah and uh, Oregon Actually, State. how about in, instead of that, we go to the handicap, or the, the bet board game that you won, but my handicap was also correct, and that was the Kentucky-Florida game. Now, I was wrong about Florida. What But Are if you, you watch that game, about? Tyler, no, 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 no. Listen, listen. You were, not the, you were at the CU-USC <laughs> game. You were not watching. I know this for a what fact. That these games are playing simultaneously. Um, uh, Please. Devin Leary. Devin Leary did not – look good and he he is not the reason why Kentucky no, won no, that no, game. No, no. T- Just tell so me you where know. that 33-14 game where I was getting three points. Tell me that where I, I was minus one. Tell me that why that was the bad bet, Will. I no, co- no, no. I'm not saying it was a bad bet. I'm saying that I was not wrong in saying Devin Leary is not has not looked good. And by the way, he didn't look good. And you like razzed me for that on the you podcast. Know what? You know what? Kentucky okay. was Kentucky was clearly the no, better no, no, team. No, no. Here's the clearly the Here's better the, team. There are certain things that I need to do better in the handicaps. That's one thing I will say to you definitely about this. I think I put too much emphasis sometimes on things that are just parts of my handicap, and it and it to the to the listener it may come across as the reason why I'm betting on Oregon side games. So I need to do do a better job. I think what happened in that handicap and that breakdown last week is I got all excited about a few things, and I got excited about the Devin Leary stats. That wasn't my whole handicap, but I said it so passionately, it seemed like that was the reason why I was betting it. That wasn't. Same thing with with the game I was going to talk about, the, 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 the Utah game. I emphasized so hard Utah's offense, and that wasn't really all my handicap, even though I was off on how good they could have been. My point is I need to do a better job here moving forward of emphasizing the things that need to be emphasized and then just going through the handicap that needs to be gone through. That's what I need to do in the future. For sure. And look, Florida, Kentucky was clearly better. Florida also spotted Kentucky. I mean, Florida played like such shit. It was ter- it was really pathetic. Um, they gave them points and stuff. like. But it, that, honestly, even those wouldn't have mattered. Kentucky was way better. Uh, but yeah, in Utah, Utah, uh, Oregon State. Like I really feel like that was where my handicap was right. Like that, the Utah offense has serious issues without Cam Rising, and they need to get him back like ASAP, or else this season is going to end up being a wash for yeah, them. Yeah. Now I still wonder about Oregon State's offense. It gets very, very good defenses. That's a question. They scored seven points going into right. halftime. They had him in all different kinds of situations. So to me, that game was ne- it was more about Utah's 
inability to move the ball offensively, but still, there were just little things here or there. You could see Kyle Whittingham on the sideline getting so frustrated because they missed wide-open third downs, and they fumbled the ball in the red zone, and they missed the field goal at the end of that first half, and all these things happened, so you don't make excuses, you know, rule rule 76, you know, Um, but I think Utah is better than they showed. Overall, offense didn't show up. So, and I shouldn't have made that I as think big of a part of my handicap as I did as well. It's fair. Look again, like I, my, I think Utah is really good. I just don't think that they're not. Their offense is not good with Cam Rising, and that's and that's without basically Cam just rising? been been pro- Yeah, without Cam Rising, so they need well, him back. And it sounds like well. it could be coming soon. I certainly hope so. But that was a tough loss for Utah, but a big one for House Oregon State. House of a thousand uh, corpses, Will. House of a thousand corpses. Uh, how about? Uh, how about how about Georgia barely surviving on the road in Auburn? I mean, I don't know if you guys watched this game, but uh, it was really hairy there for a minute. And uh, Georgia, look, they keep their number one spot, but if you look at the votes, they lost a lot of first place votes. And Michigan and Texas are are creeping up. But this is this in the is voting exactly category with the, with the AP. Weeks. Now again, I. But this is why I said the last couple of weeks. We don't know like if Georgia is that clear cut number one. And if you follow my power rankings, you'll right. see that they started the year three points better than everyone, and then it was two points, and then now it's down to like they're pretty much a pick 'em with these other teams. So I kind of agree with that. We don't know right now. I love it. Yeah. I love that college football is getting to the point where we really don't know who's going to be in the playoffs. Who the best team is? You know, I mean, yeah. Georgia's. I totally agree. There's like yeah. there's like 15 teams that could make the playoff easily at this point. It feels like. And so, yeah, Georgia's, to me, the biggest thing with Georgia is, like, I think that Carson Beck is actually a pretty solid quarterback. I just don't think that they're they're really that good at running the ball right now, and a lot of that has to do with, with injuries. But um, Auburn was in that game. I mean, Auburn really almost took him down. What a win that would have been for, for Hugh Freeze. And also, Peyton Thorne played a lot better than I thought he would, and so uh, credit to him. But um, no, it, it, yeah, it, I just it think it's a uh, t- tough place to play. It was 2020, late in the fourth. And Auburn yep. showed up. But here's the thing, Will. These teams all have their ceilings and their floors. And there's a reason why in the power ratings, the job for me and other people who do these numbers is to find them like the middle of that, right? The average of right. it. And a couple weeks ago, you really poo-pooed my Auburn rating, which I understand because, like, what have they done? The, but, but Very they, true. But this is why. It's because things like this can happen, and when you're pricing games for the spread, you want to take into account the ceiling as well as the floor, and that's what the fans need to think about when we're looking at these 14-point spreads or 17-point spreads or 11-point spreads. It's like, what does the underdog have that may be there that we're not thinking about? And for Auburn this year, there was a huge upside that I think we're overlooking now. It's still the SEC. I'm not saying they're going to win nine games next year or, you know, whatever compete for the SEC. But let's take that into account when we're evaluating these teams. Now, to wrap this game up, Georgia still had 120 more yards, 420 total yards to a 307. Uh, They held Auburn to 88 rushing yards. So I think that there were certain things that happened during the game. You look at yards per pass, Georgia 9.5 yards per pass, Auburn 4.4. So – I see a different story. I see a different game here. I know it was close overall, though. Georgia, I think, outplayed them more than twenty-seven twenty uh, represents. Yeah, and like there were turnovers and stuff, and so, you know they were they were doing their best to keep Auburn in the game as well. But, but, but I should say this: uh, uh, we, we can't ignore this. I jumped over this rushing on the like on the ground. Auburn had two nineteen. Georgia had one oh seven. 
So the ground game went yeah. to Auburn. So let's not skip over that. Good job by the O-line. Great scheme. And they were able to really run the ball. So, Yeah, it just feels like um, is this – like are, is Georgia who we think they are and we're just waiting for them to show up? Or is this just who Georgia – or is this just who Georgia is? And so, um, I don't know. I don't know if this just is who Georgia is or if we're still waiting for them to look like well, Georgia. Can I and that's can kinda, I answer, and can again, I, can like I put my hand up? We're not going to learn a lot with their schedule. Can I, yes, can put I your answer hand what up. I think? The, uh, I think just like Alabama, and honestly, just like Clemson, they should have fucking won that Florida State game. These teams all have yep. bounce-back ability and these ceilings that we need to remember, right? So Georgia's ceiling is still so much higher than that. If this were the sure. Natty or the Conference Championship, like we're talking a different outcome. Regular season, get the job done. Just like that was part of my handicap for Utah. If you put Utah in that category, which I rightly or wrongly did before last week, I thought they'd get the job done no matter what. So that's wrongly. what good teams do wrongly. Okay, I'll give it to you. But Georgia <laughs> Just did. Just because you lost the bet. I'm kidding. No, for sure. But but you know what I'm saying with Georgia, right? We can we can clearly put Georgia yes. in that category, and they got it done whatever, 100%. whatever they needed to. So that's what I think about uh, that game. Yeah, fair enough. And again, like um, all that matters, like ultimately when it comes to if you're a team like Georgia, if you're a team that's highly ranked, like – just win, man. Just survive. Uh, covering the spread is not really going to be included in their playoff contention stuff, most likely. But uh, Texas handles Kansas at home pretty easily. They cover the spread. Uh, Texas's running back situation finally feels solid. They got this kid, Brooks, who had a, a monster game. 21 carries, 200 yards, two touchdowns. Ooh. Man, if Texas, is, if Texas can figure out their run game, like, look out, man, because I feel like that was kind of their – the weak point of their offense is like a consistent run game so far, and it looked pretty darn good against Kansas on Saturday. So uh, Jonathan um, Brooks, is, John, are, is that uh, yeah. is that him? I think so, yes. Okay, so here's the thing. When he scores, he's got to do a celebration where he holds up the T-shirt under the jersey, and it says Brooks was here. <laughs> <laughs> Ryan, have you seen Shawshank yet? No. Ryan, have you seen Shawshank? You need to watch Shawshank yep. and give a review. You'll get that when you watch Shawshank. But listen, we need a outdated review next week. Can we yeah. get a commitment before we Wednesday? Yeah, you'll I see a little Shawshank. I, you got it. All right, boom. All right. Okay, I love it. I can't wait. Brooks um, was here. Okay, uh, yes. moving on. Brooks was indeed here. <laughs> um, USC, Colorado. Now, I'm so pumped that you were at this game, Tyler, <laughs> because – this game started. By the way, I had I took USC first half, so I was also very oh, happy good because for fucking you, I'm so happy. They, you well, that. No, but this oh, was these were two. Pat will on the bat. Oh, good job, Will. <laughs> good job, Will. <laughs> they were so happy because you know what I was this doing. Was half the time I was ripping my halves. fucking hair out. <laughs> yeah, yeah, but whatever you did, the ripping the hair out worked because the Buffs came storming back in the second half, made this an exciting game. I mean, it, it, like seriously. To the point where it was delaying um, the the start of the Michigan-Nebraska game. Of course, that's Nebraska, my team. Do good. I'm glad we did whatever we but could I, and disrupt those red. I was going to say I wasn't Ugh. that upset because the end of this USC-CU game was super exciting. They they almost pulled it out. Um, you know, like really impressive showing from the Buffs, honestly. And... Again, more reason for concern with USC's defense, in my opinion. couple things here. First off, how dare you even say the word Nebraska in Colorado's breakdown? That's on you. That's on you. Okay. Second of all, I was happy with the way CU bounced back. Okay. Now, there's some people who are going to say, hey, you can't always put yourself in a spot to come back and all this stuff. 
what are the expectations now compared to what the expectations were just one month ago, right? CU has really done a good job on the field, off the field. And I, I say off the field because when you're doing all the cameras and getting, getting all that attention, like, they're handling it well, I think. These these kids, these, these coaches. And I don't believe one blowout, 42-6 against Oregon. Now, maybe two blowouts in a row, right, where they show, like, they're not focused. That may have said something. But this team's ready. You're going to get a blowout occasionally, for sure. Especially if you don't have the line that can keep up in these games and really – you're going right. to get worn down. So I liked what I saw from all, everyone on, on, on CU. Now, what we learned from USC, you know, is they have an offense that we thought they had. This game went a lot kind of how we thought it would. They didn't have this great defense. Alex Grinch, fire Alex Grinch is all over uh, social media. Like I saw uh, I yeah. saw when they were doing it on SVP and just scrolling through all the fire Alex Grinch stuff. People are pissed off, and I understand why. So they need to make changes at USC quickly if they're seriously going to get in that playoff discussion and, and win, win any games. Because we all know during the regular season, these teams win. And there, there's high-scoring games in the playoffs, but you got to have that defense. you got to be able to stop a team on third yeah. down if you're going to win. So, For sure, and the defense is so talented, by the way, too. Like, there are... There's so much talent on that defense, but you when you watch them play, like they're slow to the ball, they're not tackling well. Like those are things that that can be fixed through coaching. And you know, I don't like again when I look at teams like Oregon or Washington State or or Washington. Like, who am I going to count on to get a stop first out of Washington, Oregon, or USC? It's it's not the Trojans. So like, I know it doesn't mean they can't still run the table because their offense is that good. Caleb Williams is that good. But they're n- there's no way that they're going to win a national championship with this defense. That's that's at least what I feel like right now. I agree, Will. By the way, I don't um, like doing these remote shows. The timing's all off. It's all weird. It's weird. It's like... it's like likes, You'd like to have us right there in person. You want to be able to, to we hug like doing us, it live. all that stuff. You, you know what it's like? <laughs> we went to this restaurant in Blackhawk... And it was so goddamn fancy. Like, we weren't expecting it. I was just expecting a normal place. And it was honestly, like, a little too fancy for... Well, not really, mm. but it was fine. But, but, You're still a man of the people. Well, they, it was all this stuff, like, where they bring the hand, little hand towels. And, the, and so, anyway, they brought out... We were just sitting there, uh, like, this little spoon with, like, a chef's bite in it. Okay. And it was this little chef's... What does that mean? What is it? What is a I chef's bite? I don't know. I don't know. But, okay, <laughs> but you then you have to explain it to us. Okay. Because we don't know what that means. Okay. <laughs> so, <laughs> it was like... Uh, you mean like a sample of something? Allie's over here. Allie's right here. So, she's actually... Well, we're doing the... We're I doing just this feel like remotely, the, so I'm right here in my office. Bite, like an old English disease. Like, oh, he's got the chef's bite. <laughs> well, it's no disease. <laughs> All right. How would you explain that bite? Remember, it was like okay. I think it was like a, it was like a small like breading ish type base, and it's all in a spoon. Okay, it's like a a decent sized spoon that's shaped like an S, and the bottom of the spoon is like where all the stuff is. Okay, and there's like a breading on the bottom. It's like a yogurty type weird gelatin thing, and it's like got like a whipped cream thing on top, and all this like weird like. Like like so wait, wait, wait. They, they came and just brought you a spoon yes, just to a your, spoon. Brought, and, brought and just hand, spoon. handed you a spoon and said here this is the chef's whatever I said the chef's bite or whatever the things 
was kind of kinky. <laughs> and I think I yeah, kind of was right. Uh, unbutton your shirt and take a bite, right? So, so, so they give us each one, and I kind of you know me, dude. I I like trying new stuff. I do I dive in head first, and it was weird, and it was really really a weird bite. So bringing us back to what I said was that's how weird it was. It was that weird. The, okay. The, yeah, I mean, I, yeah, I'm, I'm lost. However, it sounds fascinating. I'd love to find a picture of whatever the chef's <laughs> bite spoon is, or what. I just don't even know what I just heard or what you did. I think I was talking and, about. I think we were talking about maybe USC's defense. Had we moved on, or were we still on USC's defense? <laughs> Somehow it's related and, to USC's defense. It was, I believe, in the weirdness, <laughs> and then it got me to the bite. That's what it reminded me of was that bite, and I had to take you guys on that journey with me. Okay. So anyway, yeah. No, I Let's love go it. Buffs. Um, Let's go Buffaloes. Go Buffs. Uh, Alabama takes care of business at Mississippi State. They more than cover the spread. You know who didn't cover the spread, though, and ruined my parlay, and I'm really fucking upset about it, is the LSU Tigers. Oh, they gave up bro. 55 points to Ole Miss. You and me both. Uh, that would have been a... 55! Yeah. That would have been a, ni- a nice... I mean, the lane... Like, ev- you know what? You lane know what? Kiffin that, that, is that's back, on us. apparently. That's on... Uh, no, here's That the, is on us. I think that's on us because one thing we didn't discuss last week was the advanced stats in LSU's defense. And I didn't think it would necessarily... And it's stupid for me to say I, I don't think it would show up against Ole Miss, but I, I thought they could fix it. I didn't think it was one of those problems that was non-fixable and Ole Miss would exploit it. I thought LSU saw what we all saw, would fix those problems, and show up ready to go this game. They didn't do that. You know, Brian Kelly may need a nickname soon, you know, because he's not looking good in these big games. And I'm wondering... Is he mm. just big game Brian, and he only shows up for those and all these mid games along the way? He doesn't, or is he? Is he? Do we not call him that because big game Brian goes like impl- implies he wins the big game, like like Big Shot Bob was? Do you think the kids know Big Shot Bob? Big Shot Bob was a guy. Oh, the kids, the kids definitely do not know about Big Robert Shot Ory, Bob, but we do about Robert Ory. No, Robert Ory was oh, a yeah, legend. I, I've who, seen a couple of those big okay. shots. But anyway, his nickname comes because he wasn't a great regular season player, but he made huge playoff shots. Right, so maybe right. not big, big game Brian. We'll come up with a nickname for for Wednesday's show. I'll, I'll do a nickname thing. Yeah. I don't know. All I know is that they gave up a fucking 50-burger to Ole Miss, uh, a team that, that, that couldn't drive the ball even remotely against Alabama. And, again, I know – like Ryan can't, I didn't think Ryan that LSU's... can't comment on the 50-burger because he killed burgers in his fuck, Mary kill. So he has no comment. Oh, that's a I'm very sorry. good point. I'm yep. trying to uh, – Ryan... I'm trying I'm, – I'm doing a thing. I hope we're going to wrap this up soon. It's late on a Sunday. <laughs> I'm getting loopy. I'm, I'm saying weird stuff. I mean, I love it, dude. Yeah. I think it's going great. Yeah. Look, I, I I didn't think LSU's defense was certainly elite, but I thought they'd be good enough to not give up, you know, fifty five at Ole Miss. Agreed. And so, and by the way, they were spotted a touchdown that, that was reviewed, and somehow they gave LSU the touchdown. And it was total bullshit. It totally should have not been a touchdown. So, could have been even worse for them. But massive win for Lane Kiffin and the Ole Miss Rebels. Um, we talked about Florida just being shitty against Kentucky. Tyler got the bet board victory there. Let's see. I'm trying to wrap this up and get through these Ryan, games. Ryan, you notice how, how little time we spent on my bet board? And Wills collectively took up about we 25 minutes. We talked about it already. Minutes. We already Wills talked about it. took up about 25 minutes, Ryan. That's <laughs> such a lie. You, you're, you're the one that just said you're trying to wrap this up, so now I'm trying to speed things up, and now it's a bad uh, thing. Well, um, uh, I got your hour. Smitty, were there any week. games that uh, – 
Were there any games that you wanted to talk about, Smitty? That you were uh, you were hot on? How did you? How did Smitty's parlay fare? By the way, I got to yeah, pull this go? up. Uh, I know. Yeah, I know. JMU, JMU won and Purdue covered. I think I went two and two. I tell you what, the Dukes have been okay. making a habit of winning. James Madison, the Duke Dogs. We bought our JMU stock last year when the Dukes were just coming up into the FBS. So we've been on the bandwagon for a while, but dude, the Dukes are rolling. I like I like what uh, they're doing at uh, James Madison. Yeah, I, what, what I, mean, that, I think do? they've covered like almost every week. Yeah, they're machines. I think I think uh, he just said two and two on his parlay. So uh, okay. uh, we're gonna hit one one day though. The Knights of the Square Table can only <laughs> lose so many times before they we finally get a again, victory. William. So um, we, we will <laughs> rise right. again. Um, okay, we <laughs> we uh, we'll jump to the extracurriculars. Tyler's got some good food content. In fact, by the way, before we do that, really yes. quick. You didn't mention it in the food content, so we're just going to do it right now. Yes. You showed up to the the Zoom session wearing like a surgical glove on just one <laughs> hand, and I need an explanation. I think it was your eating hand. Are you such a delicate little flower that you can't eat without gloves First on? First nylon uh, gloves. They're like surgery. Yeah, they are surgical nylon also, gloves. Also, was that why that waiter was looking for- at you weird? Were you, was the glove on? <laughs> as you took that was, bite from uh, him and just looked deep deep into his eyes those are also meant to uh, prep food so i also use those for like prepping chicken stuff but the reason why i had it during before you guys saw before the show was i have a setup over here where there's a lot of knobs buttons i have a lot of things to touch i didn't want greasy hands going in and the mm. pizza that we had is particularly greasy and so mm. i was gonna one hand the pizza right single fist the pizza single fist the computer and we're good we're good to go so i wore the glove so when i finished eating you pop the glove off brand new didn't want to leave any evidence I off see. the shelf okay so yeah he no was evidence. just being professional OJ, this was just professional just like, just like OJ. stuff look look i i i <laughs> let's keep it there but yeah, yeah except that that glove will definitely fit, so uh, <laughs> hopefully you destroy the evidence. Um, okay, uh, make sure, again, we're, we'll, we'll talk about it later, of course, in the podcast, but follow our Patreon, patreon.com slash tailgate. Uh, now to the fun stuff. I enjoy food because I have to eat food. It's a necessity. If, I, if it were up to me, my ideal situation would be we all take a pill for our nutrients we get everything we need and we don't have to sit and fucking worry about cooking and eating and taking hours out of the day to 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 eat so i'm not a big fan of like eating as it were if there were alternatives but i enjoy the process still i had a really delicious uh uh slice of pizza tonight i had some uh, uh i had a chicken fried chicken smothered in sausage gravy today i mean how is that not delicious Ooh. right so i get good food someone went to the black eyed <laughs> no, no it's this place called slattery's uh let's watch a little football there watch the broncos come back from a win but anyway i, I enjoy good food because that's that's what we do we're human beings we sit down we enjoy food but my point is if there were some invention to where you could take a pill instead of it i would do it i'd pop it in i'd eat it and I just so keep first going thing on. I would say this is there is that invention. It's called Adderall, <laughs> and a lot of people use it to to substitute eating and lose weight. Okay. Um, not that you need that. Uh, second thing, I think Tyler, I think you're missing out on a lot of uh, life's simple pleasures. That's that's what I'm okay. taking from this, and maybe a general overarching 
theme is that some of the some of life's simple pleasures just aren't for you and that's okay but i i feel yeah. bad because i like eating just food. enjoy a lot of now, these simple pleasures now, now it's like interesting eating. you refer to yeah eating food as life's simple pleasure a lot of people would call that a necessity sure. but uh you know i guess well, yeah i mean look but we are in we are in america so yeah. it's it actually has become it's almost it's gone beyond even a thing that we need it's okay. a thing we need okay. less let's of that's how let's good transition. we're doing speaking of being in america let's transition uh college football no no i have other things i have other things <laughs> so, that's, so that's that's the thing with the sunday show you're getting a little extra a little tad extra today okay uh i got a few food mm. things i stopped an ice cream truck yesterday i just want to get your thoughts <laughs> oh yeah i stopped an ice cream yeah you texted us you said hey we just chased down we flagged down the ice cream truck i thought we were gonna miss now, it. now what did you the thoughts were that we were immediately on was like hey what did you get and so that's like the, when you said it, I immediately was like, "Oh, I could, I'd kill for a, a drumstick right yeah, now." Yeah. So I, I, did you I, did you get a drumstick? No, I got the uh, the Spider Man popsicle, which which hold nice. on, I'll save my review for that. Uh, banana, and I also got the uh, strawberry shortcake pop, which is probably one of the more popular wow, ones, right? You're gonna find the classic strawberry shortcake pop. But let me say this: the Spider Man popsicle. The underrated thing about it is the different parts of the Spider-Man head are different flavors, right? The red is some kind of like strawberry cherry type thing, and then you get to the eyes, which are yeah, which are uh, uh, like white, but that's like a lemon lime. It's it's delicious. It's an experiment. It, it, it's it's exciting. I, I had a very good time. I've never eaten it before, so I had a good time with that. I'll give so it you a. Know, I'm going to give it a uh, seven point nine. The Spider-Man uh, face. M- my uh, my thing with all of the themed popsicles from the ice cream truck, like, you know, when you were a kid, like, I don't even know if they still have them. They had, like, Super Mario ones. They had, like, I want to say, like, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, and they had SpongeBob Pops. Mm-hmm. My biggest thing about it, and they're always delicious, but I got to say, as just, like, from a consumer standpoint, I was always disappointed by what they look like on the thing compared to what they look like in real life. Because, like, you take the wrapper off, and it looks like the fucking ugliest Spider-Man. Like, <laughs> it looks like a five-year-old drew a Spider-Man. Well, it doesn't look like what it looks like on the truck. Well, okay, maybe it's a little different now. It's false advertising. Maybe it's a little different now than it used to be in in the 90s when we were ordering. But mm-hmm. I think overall it has changed because I thought it was realistic. I was impressed. Oh, okay. I came away impressed. I was a little okay. And so no, overall, I'll, I'll give it a thumbs up. Uh, well, whatever. I gotta I said, give the ice cream truck another and shot. By the way, you know what? I was a little pissed off with your Edge of Tomorrow rating because you gave it a <laughs> a six four. I went back. Okay, so every other rating system out there, the lowest <laughs> one is a seven nine. The lowest one's a seven nine. What do There's you mean a, every other rating system? Then are, are we only going on a scale from seven nine to ten? Because no, 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 that no, would change no, no, everything. No, no. Seventy nine out of a hundred. That would be my point. Is it was like Rotten Tomatoes a hundred. Google, uh, <laughs> no, Rotten Tomatoes uh, 91, Google 94, Tomatoes. you know, whatever it was. This other one was 96, this other one was 91, this other one was 87. The lowest okay. one that I found was 79 out of 100, and you gave okay, it but a I... 64. Who do you think you are? Do you think you're Dave Portnoy writing pizzas over here? Oh, an eighth's great, <laughs> an eighth's a great score. It's like, get out of okay, here, but. Bro. Tyler, I could find so many things that you love and find a Google rating of things that that are garbage. Like uh, from someone who, you know, let's just talk about McCafe Coffee. Do we think the consensus rating on that is really high? No. So I'm not going to dump on your rating system if you don't dump on mine. Well, I'm dumping. Okay. Uh, I got got a few more things. So to dash or not to dash? We had a situation the other night where we were left with a situation. Do we dash? Do we not dash? 
what DoorDash, yeah, what, you exactly. Mean. What that means is we were feeling a little lazy. Okay, we had an early CU game the next night. We wanted to get to bed, so we thought, you know, let's stay in, let's order DoorDash, and let's get some food. Upon discovery, as they do, you know, like in court, when you when you get all the evidence in front of you, what we found was mm. thirty dollars of food turned into about fifty nine dollars <laughs> of food. Okay. Yeah, uh, it's okay. a scam. And I can't trust them. Okay, the last time we ordered was one and a half years ago in the winter when they left a pizza out back. And if you've ever been to my house, it's pretty clear where the front is, where the back is, out in this weird back area in the snow. So I have my thing about dashers. So long story short, we didn't dash. To dash or not to dash? Do you guys dash these days? Or Uber Eats or whatever you may do? Yeah, it's Maybe. not if I, if I can avoid it, definitely that's the move. I'm so anti DoorDash, Grubhub, Uber Eats. I can't make it uh, any more clear. Like the only time I order delivery truly is from a place that has their own delivery people. Like, you know, a lot of pizza places have this. Not anymore. Now a lot of them are leaning towards like the DoorDash shit, right? Which sucks. But like if I know a place has their own delivery guy, I will order delivery because those guys know what the fuck they're doing. They they run straight from the kitchen to out to their car. And so I've had so many bad experiences with with Uber Eats, with Grubhub, with all that shit that um, every once in a while, it's uh, the only time I do it is when I'm feeling extremely lazy where I'm like, you know what? I really like I'll I'll always just go pick it up. But, you know, if you live in like a city like I do in Denver, like there's there's food everywhere. So like it's right. not that hard to just go and pick something up nearby. But every once in a while I'm feeling lazy and I like one time I ordered wings. There's this amazing um, Korean fried chicken place in Denver and they make these amazing Korean fried mm. uh, wings. And I, I was like, you know what? I don't feel like driving all the way. I'm going to do delivery. And I shit you not. We're talking like four miles away The and it was cold weather and the the Uber Eats person was on a fucking bike. And so I was like, I'm done with this shit. I'll never, I'm out, dude. I'm out of the game. It won't ever happen again until the next time it happens. But for now, it's not happening again. Yeah, no, they've disappointed me one too many times. All right, last food thing. And you know what we'll do? A little quick. We'll cut this in half, just like the other show. We'll just split it in half after this, and then we'll start our recap. It'll be great. <laughs> yeah, let's just, no time traveling, though. Yeah, we'll time travel. Yeah, we will time travel, because I'm going to edit it. Yeah. Oh, we will? Yeah. Oh, we never yeah. time travel on Sunday shows. How fun. Yeah, well, we're time traveling today. It's, Fuck it. We're, it's doing, the we're Sabbath. doing the time traveling. Okay. Uh, I do have one more food. Well, I kind of have one and a half more. Now that we're extending it a little bit, one and a half more. Uh, the next one, this is crazy to me. So, Allie and I today got into a whole thing, because... We went to, I told you, Slattery's. We, we got some food. That's where I got my chicken fried chicken, all that deliciousness. But it's a little app, a little appy, you know, watching the, the game. We got some queso. I love queso. I love trying new quesos. To me, it's a new thing. Wherever I see it on, on, on a, uh, a menu, I like to try because you can do queso a whole bunch of different ways. So, Indeed. It's Spanish for cheese for the layman. <laughs> so I didn't have a problem with the actual queso. I thought the cheese was delicious. I mean, how can you mess that up? But... They did serve the style of chips that come in the classic tortilla, the black chip, and the red chip. Have you guys seen yes. this before? I'm sure you have, right? Sure. Yeah, it comes in the... Okay. So I get to thinking, what are these red and black chips, chips made of, right? So Allie and I look up, and sure as shit, there's red and black corn. 
Like there was actual red corn they harvest, and they eat. And I'm like, is red corn edible? I, it's Just edible. It's fun. They say it's good for ch- it's good for mind. chilies. <laughs> it's good for chilies. It's good for this. They people put it in salads. I'm like, wow, red corn. And then black corn's a thing. And so I'm like, oh. This makes all the sense in the world. They just use red corn and black corn for the chips. Guess fucking what? They don't do that. What? They don't do that. That's what. Well, maybe not for the chips, no, but it's no. it's more astonishing that you didn't know that red corn existed. Well, I didn't. I didn't realize that this was a thing. <laughs> I didn't realize that red corn was a thing. I thought that when you saw it in places, it was like decorative. I didn't realize this was edible, <laughs> real corn. I thought it was yellow or it's get out of here, like a, like a parking line. There's right? blue corn, exactly. too. I thought it was like a parking line. It's either yellow or it doesn't matter. <laughs> so, so I thought that these chips now were made of red and black corn because this exists. Mm. This fucks with my mind. They don't do that. What they do is they mix the natural chips it. up but die. But for the, for, yeah, of course. for the black, they use this black bean powder. So what you're eating when you eat the other chips, they should leave, like have a note on the menu, in my opinion. That's like false advertising. Those are chips. Yes. That's not fucking chips. That's dye. I mean, have dye because I like the red ones. They like... I'm attracted to the red ones. I don't know whether it's because I was a lizard my last life or, yeah, whatever it is, I like the red ones. And so I ate a lot of those, and I read that. I'm like, I was just eating Red 40 for the last 20 (laughs) minutes. That's all I was eating, Red 40 and some cheese. That doesn't make me feel good about my nutrition decisions. No, so, you were just uh, what it was, Tower. You were just eating regular chips. You just thought they were red. That's really all it was. You just you were just eating <laughs> chips, brother. It's like the Seinfeld, the red dot. There is no red dot. No, but listen. Yeah. I, I, so for anyone out there, next time you get the red, black, and 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 chips uh, and uh, regular chips, the regular ones are regulars. Those you can trust. Those trustworthy. The black ones are mixed with a black bean powder. So those are like black bean chips, okay? And the red ones are made with red 40, and I think there's a little yellow and green and maybe a little you know, aspartame just to fuck with you as well on the red ones. So I don't know what they make in the reds, but avoid the reds. That's what I, as your, as your faux nutritionist, I say avoid the reds. Okay, that's my yep. food stuff. Well, I have one more, one more food thing. <laughs> one more food thing. One more thing. If you, From the guy that doesn't like to eat food, yeah. yep. Okay. If you had to pick one food... That's the hardest to only have one of the food. You, you oh, know, I already know okay. the answer. The couple I came up with was uh, like any kind of Dorito because I really love a Dorito, especially in well, well spiced Dorito, well seasoned Dorito. You have one. It's tough to not have another or like a candy, like an M&M. You can't just have one M&M. You got to have a few M&M's to supplement the one I had. So those are the couple I, I, I came up with. But uh, the the number one, I'm like. Because it, it, I actually think it is impossible. If you have, if there is a tray of them or multiple, you will never eat just one Oreo. Mm. Never, ever, ever. That's a good one. Oreos, are, they're so delicious that, like, when you have the first one, at the very least, you're having a second. More likely, you're having like Goldfish five. Goldfish are up there. Okay. Mm, no yeah, doubt. Goldfish. Yeah, that's uh, the chip category. But those are small. Like an M and M, you're not expected sure. to only have one. Same thing with the goldfish because they're so tiny. Whereas, like, uh, you might have a cookie of some kind, but not just one Oreo. It doesn't happen. They're too addictive. Okay, that's my food stuff. That's all, that's all, that's okay, all I got. Great. Okay, so should we just... Well, should, thanks, for, yeah. thanks for listening, everybody. <laughs> Follow us on Twitter, at CFB underscore pod. Patreon. Join the Patreon, patreon.com slash tailgate. Help support the show. Check out all of our we'll awesome content we'll, on there. We'll, we'll put up some recipes that don't have uh, Red 40 in them. So... 
Yeah. yeah. And we'll give you we'll we'll make sure everyone that uh, joins the Patreon knows about red corn as well. So uh, <laughs> thanks thanks for listening. We'll see you guys on Wednesday. Yeah.